Many critics, though, have summed up that the former deputy president, David Mabuza, as an absent deputy president. But let me hear your view. How would you describe his tenure in office? I think one must understand the role of a deputy president. Um, that is not somebody that is in front and center of everything that happens. He is a deputy to the president, and, and he has a specific function that has crystallized over years, and that is to firstly direct government business in parliament. In other words, he represents the executive in a sense and directs the engagement with the legislature because these are two separate institutions. <clears throat> Secondly, is there to do specific functions or be responsible for specific functions that the president ascribes to him, things that the president cannot do, do not have time for. Hmm. And in that sense, his role is more in the background. So yes. it's not somebody that's going to be that visible. Mm-hmm. Now, Mabuza's departure paves the way for the President Solomaposa to appoint his new deputy as part of his expected cabinet reshuffle. On this show, we started this conversation on Monday already because Paul Mashatile, who has already been sworn in as a member of parliament, is expected to, to be appointed the country's new deputy president. Is Mashatile's appointment a done deal, you think? That depends. Um, if you look at ANC practice over decades, yes, that is going to be the next deputy president. Um, but there's no le- legal requirement for him to be the next deputy president of the country. So the fact that he's the deputy president of the ANC, in terms of ANC practice, he's the logical person to become the next deputy president of South Africa. But it is not a legal requirement. The decision is that of the president. It's not president a leak. may appoint mm. someone else. I see, because as some, there's some sense that there's tensions between him and the president, Silvio Maposa. What could be those tensions, and, and what could be maybe the delay? Well, I mean, there can be many reasons for tensions between people. It may be personal, it may be institutional, it may be ideological, um, it might just be a sense of competition, which is part of normal politics. So, so there, there can be many reasons for that. Um, the, in the end, the decision of the president will be in line with the objectives and the views of the president as the person responsible for these appointments. But we've come to learn from specifically Mr. Omoposa that he's a decision maker that relies on the inputs of people around him. He builds consensus. And he will probably follow the party line. There's an imminent uh, cabinet reshuffle. So the police minister, John Beckett Kerle, is rumoured to be deployed to the state security agency, according to News24, that is. We're also expecting to see a new minister of electricity. Mbalula, Fikile Mbalula, that is, is expected to resign as the transport minister. The finance minister, Inogonangwana, was sworn also in as an MP. Ayanda Dlodo's position at the Public Service and Administration has been vacant since she left to join the World Bank last April. So, is Saro Ramaphosa now edging closer to finalizing and perhaps announcing his cabinet reshuffle now that Mabuza has gone? Definitely. I mean, there's, there's not only a lot of expectation. There's a lot of pressure to get this done. And here we must go back in time. Remember when he first became president, Part of what he said in future was going to be a completely restructured executive, a much smaller executive, a much more efficient executive. What we've seen is the executive becoming bigger and bigger and less efficient with many questions being asked about many people in cabinet. 
So, so this decision is going to indicate a lot of where Mr. Ramaphosa finds himself, both within the ANC, but also in terms of his expectations and his vision of his next term in office. Let's talk about that briefly, because the DA and EFF want the establishment of a parliamentary ad hoc committee to deal with the Palapala scandal involving the president. This after the Constitutional Court yesterday dismissed his bid for direct access to the apex court to challenge the Section 89 independent panel report. So, what bearing will the Concord's dismissal have on the president, Sil Ramaphosa's, politically? Uh, and, and do you see that the president may be finishing his term, given the palapala cloud over his head? Well, that we don't know. Um, the, in Parliament, the process is effectively dead because the ANC used its majority to call this, um, re- not the report itself. It exists. It would exist forever. But to stop the process... Um, one would have to see where that goes now. This may also be part of playing for time. The president can now approach another court for the same um, reason and to try and achieve the same outcome. So there will be a lot of political clamoring and noise around it. But for now, uh, until the president decides that he's going to drop the judicial process, um, nothing much is going to happen. There are some suggest that the president might not even finish his term. How do you see it? It's possible that he might not finish his term. Not a single ANC president has finished his second term in office. So, again, there's a bit of history behind this, but it depends. Um, It's not a done deal. It's not a foregone conclusion. And, again, there's no legal impediment at this stage. So it's going to be a decision of both the president and the leadership, the collective leadership of the ANC at this stage. Opposition parties don't have much of a say. They are too small.